Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Um, I got some feedback uh, from our dear friend, Joni Glover, that we had a very animated conversation last week, and she thought the show was terrific. About what did you talk about? Well, I don't know. But the thing is, I I said to her, well, there's a reason for that. I had two glasses of regular iced tea before I did the show, so I was on speed. I I was so wired up because I'm not used to having caffeine to that amount in my diet. But in any event, it worked out well, and and I'm glad that she noticed the difference. But no caffeine today, so I'm sorry. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, I have caffeine, but then again, Lynn, I'm so naturally effervescent that I'm always bubbly as it is. But no, I'm teasing. But what kind of I am. But I have my um, iced tea in hand, my Dunkin', even as we speak, as I'm sitting out on my deck. And Lynn showed up, and Lynn had spent some time with me on my deck last night, albeit later. It was a little after 8 o'clock, but it was lovely. We had a good time and sat out. It was a beautiful evening. It was. It was a gorgeous evening while mm-hmm. the boys were at the Scranton Rail Riders, right. um, excuse me, Scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, um, mm-hmm. a, a baseball game, and yeah. apparently they won. Yay! Yes, and so did the Yankees, so that's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep. uh, that's, that's all good. Um, so any shout-outs? No, but you, well, you know what, um... Yeah, a couple things. I just want to talk about something. I was with Doug Smith today, this morning, because he came over and sat with me. And we were talking about um, just musicians in general and the work that they do and the live music. And, you know, Doug spends his life. Doug is all, um, makes his living as a live musician, as do many, many talented musicians in our area. And I think sometimes people don't understand um, the how that works. 
and um, why people want to do things. And when when there's ideas out there for musicians and for music to be to be played and, and people to enjoy it, that um, musicians, especially as I said, someone who does their 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 whole career is based on doing um, live music um, and make that's how they make their their total income. Um, I think people need to understand that it's it's very important that we continue to do that, that there's not certain days of the week that they're not going to perform or that they need you to provide them with that just because you think that's the day of the week you should be there. Musicians play all the time, anywhere, at any time. And the point I'm getting at is when Doug and I were talking and he, he performed today at the Scranton Cultural Center for the Wake Up with the Arts um, through the county program, the breakfast this morning, and he and Jimmy Waltage, and Jimmy had called Doug because he he was he was um, playing a song and he missed a chord and he and he said I hate to um, make a mistake, so he called Doug and he was playing on his Steinway, and he said listen Doug and he played it, and he said I I hate when I make a mistake. I said Jimmy, you're probably the only one who even knows you made the mistake. And Doug said, well, exactly. I knew it because... And, oh. you know, we laughed about it. <clears throat> so I said, Jimmy, while you're there, can you play the little platoon from from the sting? So, of course, he did. And, you know, I just loved, like, this little impromptu piano um, concert that I had on Doug's phone listening. And you just... It's just amazing, um, you know, that people... How sometimes people think or their beliefs in what musicians do and how they what their lives are like and and you know that you let oh i'm doing you a favor so to speak by hiring you and i just i put that out there because it's so important <clears throat> to support these people and um let everybody know um and and to engage them as often as you can because this live music is wonderful and it's so good in the summer, regardless of where it is. It's just so good to hear it and to know that these people, you know, practice this all the time. And Doug has been around a long time doing that. And there's so much talent. And I just think we need to respect um, their the process of how they make a living is playing and, and doing their craft and much like any other artist, but it just made me think about it today with Doug and how he, what he does on a, you know, yearly basis and, you know, the changes that COVID, what happened with COVID and now things are opening up and there's just more available just to be outside and to listen to the music. And, you know, this weekend, the Philharmonic's going to be playing at the um, Courthouse Square and then the fireworks right after in downtown Scranton. There's many other places. Doug and I also were talking, Lynn, about um, um, the farmer's market's going to open soon, and that should be around the 18th of July. So um, anybody who knows what the co-op farmer's market in North Scranton is like, you, you wanted, we were talking to Mary today. <clears throat> Mary has a couple farms, and uh, she has a few booths that the, she and her husband, Jim, and we had a long conversation this morning about the importance of fruits and vegetables and what the what the earth provides us here locally and how hard 
farmers work. I mean, that, that work is, is so hard and so planned and it's all weather dependent and you just never know what's going to happen. And that, that's how they, and it made me, that it's two different things, but it made me look at the love that people, the farmers have for the earth and the land and what they can what they can do with what their knowledge is and musicians in their own way of, you know, um, doing their thing and putting it out there. Um, and that's why Doug plays at the farmer's market. It's just, just so closely linked to the kind of maybe not the the hard physical work of a farmer and a musician, but the, the same, the, the what you get out of it is so pleasurable. And that's it was just funny that we sat here and these kind of things just popped up. And I, I was just thinking about that. I said, you know, Doug, I'm going to talk about that a little bit because, you know, you provide such a wonderful opportunity for people to, to listen to this and to have that in our own backyard. And then to have this wonderful farmer's market and all the things from the Southside Farmer's Market, which happens every Saturday, to um, any of these markets that pop up in Dunmore. There's one up at Fidelity Bank's parking lot. I mean, we, we go over, we go to Mike Culinary a lot and his wife, um, Helene Hopkins, um, and her family farm. And just the stuff you get, is, it's just amazing to see the difference in. That's why I love this time of year, because of everything that comes from the earth, and we're able to enjoy it. So, um I don't know. They so just, the one you're talking about, July 18th, which one is that that's opening? That's the co-op farmer's market in North Scranton, the one that's there down across the, down and a little bit away from the Memorial Stadium. Oh, okay, okay. Then of I course, don't, I don't think of that as North Scranton. I don't know why. Yeah, that's North Scranton. I just Scranton. think of it as Providence or whatever, <laughs> Providence Road. Well, yeah, it's all in that neck of the woods. Okay. And then uh, my culinaries, they, the Mulberry Bush is right on Mulberry Street, and they always have fresh vegetables. And the place that up at the Southside Market on Saturday morning, the Dunmore um, Farmers Market at the uh, Fidelity Banks parking lot Saturday morning. So there's just lots of, and many more in the Clark Summit area and everywhere. Yeah. It's just, I just love this not this time of the year now when all of this stuff is out and so abundant. Well, you have so the much in your backyard. I know, but and I you have your do. Own I mean, farmers I've got, market. Well, we do have, we do. I mean, and things are growing nicely, and then I have all my individual pots of herbs, and but I still, it doesn't matter what. I still support these places because I, you, you, you just need to. Yeah, you do. You just do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anyway, well, I, I just, had um, a very interesting week. I I don't know if I talked about this before on the show, but I had some surgery about eight weeks ago for uh, a procedure that was called Inspire. And I have sleep apnea, which means that normally if someone has that, they end up having to wear a CPAP mask and using a machine in order for them to avoid stopping breathing at nighttime when you sleep. Well, this Inspire program means that I got two transmitters actually installed in my body, one underneath my chin, 
and one on my chest. And then once this all heals up, they get programmed so that what happens is instead of the CPAP machine, you end up having something that's a little tiny clicker that activates uh, transmission of information. And when your tongue slips back and uh, prevents the air from getting through, it stimulates the back of your tongue to push it forward so that you can breathe. And I actually went to a sleep doctor as part of the Geisinger program. His name is Dr. Byrne, and it's spelled B-Y-R-N-E. And I was there with um, a, a guy named Rob, who is a representative of the company that makes this device. So between the two of them, they activated the device on uh, Wednesday of this week. And you're hearing it on Saturday. But I actually have not activated it myself yet. Because my concern is that you have certain levels of this frequency. And you start out at a very low level. And you keep increasing it every week so that your body gets used to it. And what happened was that I got to the point where I thought, well, if I do this, um, I'm concerned that if it's not high enough, then I might end up with a really bad night's sleep. And I had uh, long-distance driving to do in the last two days, so I opted not to do it, not to activate it until this weekend when if I get a lousy night's sleep, it's okay. But I just, am, I, I'm so excited by the fact that it's it's in, it's activated, and I can't wait to see what happens. So, wow. um, it, it's, a, it's a big step. And I guess there were not a whole lot of people mm -hmm. around, but I just wanted to um, do a shout out to Dr. Burns' office and the wonderful people that are there, and to Rob from Inspire, and we'll just we'll just keep going with this. And we need to take a break, so you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden, and more importantly. Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden. And her 20 plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357 8399, 357 8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L A U R I E, at lauriecadden.com, L A U R I E C A D D E N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. 
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I'm a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance. And that's um, a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. Okay, and today I thought we would talk about something that um, kind of came from the newsletter of our friend, Scott Linett, attorney Scott Linett, who does a lot of business and estate planning. And from his, I guess, June 27th, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. Hold on a second. Uh, I got to get to there. It's June twentieth. I'm I'm sure of. Um, it's a, a newsletter that he does called Legacy Planning, and it's from his law office. And this one in particular was called Three Reasons Why Single Folks with No Children Need an Estate Plan." And I can tell you from my own experience, having worked with my uncle's estate, who was a single man, he never was married, it was a very long and protracted experience to try to settle his estate. And I really wish that he had a lot of these things in place. And it's not so much that you need legal documents as much as you probably need other information like bank account numbers, places where you do business, um, anything like that where somebody would have to do some kind of resolving to get your estate cleaned up. But we'll talk about today just the big stuff, which is um, how to deal with the estate planning aspect of it if you're single and never married. I mean, with no children. So the first one he mentions is 
and I love this, it said someone will have to handle your stuff. And he said, whether you're rich, poor, or somewhere in between, in the event of your death, everything you own will need to be located, managed, and passed on to someone, which can be a massive undertaking in itself and one that few families are properly prepared for. In fact, this I think is an interesting stat that I never knew. Following a loved one's death, American families spend an average of 500 hours and $12,700 over the course of 13 months. And then in parentheses, he said 20 months if probate is required. And I can say it took me more than two years, more than two years to get this resolved. And, um, yeah, he said that there's a first annual cost of dying report that was released this March by a tech startup called Empathy. I don't know anything about them. I never heard about them. And I'm curious to know what they do. But this is in partnership with Goldman Sachs. So he said on top of the logistical complications involved with finalizing your affairs, Without a clear estate plan, including a will or trust, your assets will go through the court process of probate, where a judge and state law will decide who gets everything you own. In the event no family steps forward, your assets will become property of the state. Right. And then he poses the question, why give the state everything you work to build? And even if you have little financial wealth, you undoubtedly own a few sentimental items, maybe even including pets, which is so important, he says, that you'd like to pass to a close friend or favorite charity. However, it's rare for someone to die without any family members stepping forward. It's far more likely that some relative you haven't spoken with in years will come out of the woodwork to stake a claim. Without a will or trust, state intestacy laws establish which family member has the priority inheritance. If you're unmarried with no children, this hierarchy typically puts your parents first, then siblings then more distant relatives like nieces, nephews, uncles, aunts, and cousins. Depending on your family, this could have a potentially troubling and even deadly outcome. For instance, what if your closest living relative is your estranged brother with serious addiction issues? Or what if your assets are passed on to a niece with poor money management skills who is likely to squander her inheritance? And if your estate doesn't contain significant wealth and assets, this could lead to a costly and contentious court battle with all of your relatives hiring expensive lawyers to fight over your estate. In the end, this could tear your family apart. I love that you put this in here. While making their lawyers rich, all because you didn't think you needed an estate plan. Okay. Number two, someone will have power over your health care. Estate planning isn't just about passing on your assets when you die. In fact, some of the most critical aspects of estate planning have nothing to do with your money at all, but are aimed at protecting you while you're still very much alive. 
Proactive planning allows you to name the person you want to make health care decisions for you in the event that you are incapacitated and unable to make decisions for yourself. This is done using an estate planning tool known as medical power of attorney. I've also heard it called health care directives. But, for example, if you're incapacitated due to a serious accident or illness and unable to give doctors permission to perform a potentially risky medical treatment, it would be left up to a judge to decide who gets to make that decision. If you have a romantic partner but aren't married and haven't granted him or her medical power of attorney, the court will likely have a family member, not your partner, make those decisions. Depending on your family, that person may make decisions contrary to what you or your partner would want. And if you don't want your estranged brother to inherit your assets, you probably don't want him to have the power to make life and death decisions about your medical care either. But that's exactly what could happen if you don't put a plan in place. Yeah. Furthermore, it could be really scary. And furthermore, your family members who have priority to make decisions could keep your dearest friends away from your bedside in the event of your hospitalization. Or family members who don't share your values about the type of food you eat or the types of medical care you receive could be the ones making decisions about how you'll be cared for. I think of that one all the time when I think of people who are vegetarians and want to maintain that. And then you have some family member who comes in and says, no, you just give them everything that's on the menu. You know, you check off this, this, and this. Well, their bodies are not used to having meats and proteins, animal protein. That could be a real mess. Well, mm-hmm. Okay. You know, um, so he says to address these issues, you need to implement an estate planning tool that provides specific guidelines detailing exactly how you want your medical care to be managed during your incapacity, including critical end-of-life decisions. And that's done using an estate planning tool called a living will. Third thing, someone will get power over your finances. As with healthcare decisions, if you become incapacitated and haven't legally named somebody to handle your finances, the court will pick someone for you. The way to avoid this is by granting someone you trust. It's the key word, you trust. Right. Durable financial power of attorney. A durable financial power of attorney is an estate planning vehicle that gives the person you choose the immediate authority to manage your financial, legal, and business affairs if you can't. This agent will have a broad range of powers to handle things like paying your bills and your taxes, running your business, collecting your Social Security benefits, selling your home, as well as managing your banking and investments accounts. Without a durable financial power of attorney, your family and friends will have to go to court once again to get access to your finances, which not only takes time, but it could lead to mismanagement and even loss of your assets should the court grant this authority to the wrong person. And this is also important for people to think about, too. The person you name to have this durable financial power of attorney or the health care 
doesn't have to be a lawyer or a financial professional. It can be anybody you choose, including both family and friends. The most important aspect of your choice is selecting someone who's imminently trustworthy since they will be they will have nearly complete control over your finances and and that's it i mean there's there's no other question about it it's the trust element that is the most important thing so when people stop and say i don't have any family i don't have brothers i don't have sisters i don't have nieces you have friends most likely you have friends and you can name your friends to be in that role the nice thing would be to let them know that you're doing this yeah it's a shock when they say i don't know what i'm doing well so that's that's all yeah it's um it's an important thing for most for everybody to do but i think that people who are single think they don't have to do any estate planning there's nothing to pass on it's not just passing on things it's this health care power and the financial health care financial power both of which are extremely important when you're incapacitated this is before you pass and that could be absolutely critical so uh really it's an important thing and i'm glad we brought this up because i think nobody understands those other pieces to the estate planning process it's not just a will it's other things so get yourself set up get yourself in order and go for it do it end of rant it's not a rant it's good information Mm -hmm. and okay uh, it's a good thing thank you scott (laughs) yeah thank you thank you for that information and we should probably do a little shout out to scott linet uh, since we mentioned him, um, he th- his website actually is linetlaw.com, L-Y-N-E-T-T, law.com. And if you want to talk to him, he's got a link on the website that says schedule online. So he's in Scranton, but I'm sure he's all over the place as far as where he will go. And one, so, of, the nicest, one of the nicest guys walking around. So Indeed. Indeed. Let's add that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's take a break. Yep, we're going we'll be right to. back with our um, guest expert, Leah Ginnacopoulos from ERA One Real Estate. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs 
blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and certified financial planner of Women of Substance, LLC, That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. Laurie will probably join us in a few minutes, uh, but we are here with our guest expert, Leah Genicopoulos, who has wonderful titles of all kinds of things, like directors of new business and blah, blah, blah. But in bottom line is she's a realtor. And that's the key to the whole thing with ERA One Real Estate. Welcome, Leah. Hi. How are you? Uh, good. What's going on today in this hot, hot market? Yeah. So it's still hot, and everyone keeps asking that, too, which is like, oh, we're heading into a bubble. We're heading into this. And obviously, you know, I, I follow it pretty tightly, and I'm always reading up on everything. And there's a few, you know, NAR and... um which is the National Association of Realtors, has always, put, like, puts out a lot of great material and, you know, always just doing studies and they're taking surveys and everything like that. But the main question that's coming to be right now in this market is, are we heading into what happened in 2008 and are we in a housing bubble right now? So when they went and they did a survey through Pulsonomics and NAR, they surveyed over 100,000 housing experts, and they got 
you know, they did a survey, they studied it, they had real estate economics um, economists do a study on everything, just because obviously, you know, what happened in 2008, I think, has caused a lot of, I want to say PTSD almost to certain people, because, you know, mm-hmm. like everything was great, and then boom. So the short answer is, no, we're not. The reason okay. is because there's <clears throat> multiple reasons to this. One being the lending standards have completely changed and tightened up since 2008. So the good thing is that where lending is right now, there's a lot of standards that are held to a higher standard to actually get a loan. So right now, your credit score has to be still at least a 620. So that was that's a big significant change from where they were letting lending be back in 2008 it was it was able to be below a 620 so i think oh, that much below yeah much below i mean people who really should not have had mortgages were given mortgages yeah you know, I think so I mean, the, the past i had a client that told me you know thankfully he survived but he, he said at one point he was walking into every bank that would give him a loan to buy a vacation home investment properties and he goes all i had to do was write down what I made. He's like, and that was that was the time. That was the way of the wow. world at the time. So, yeah, and he said, you know, God. that was it. So crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. So, but the other big thing is why we're not heading into that is because of the the low inventory still. Obviously, it's the summertime right now, and this is our booming season. So we're going to see more inventory coming on. But so they did another study where they took the supply of existing homes for sale in May of each year. And they did a study since 2007. There was 8.9, like there was a supply of over 8.9 homes. 2008, there was 10.8. Then it was still 9.7 in 2009. Then it was still 8.1 in 2010. The supply right now of existing homes, if you were to study from 2019 to 2022, it, 2019, it was 4.3. Then it went up to 4.6 in 2020. Obviously, there was a few months where no one could sell anything because of the pandemic right. until oh, we got good. released. Yeah. 2021 and 22 are still at 2.5 of supply yeah. of existing homes for sale. So that's a significant wow. difference. It's over a 6% difference just alone from where we were between 2007 and 2010 and where we are between 2019 and 2022. So... A lot of people did say, like, you know, what's going on with, you know, the interest rates. And we've talked about this. The interest rates are in the sixes yeah. right now. Where, you know, that's, we've said, like I told you guys, I remember my mom was, like, laughing when I bought my first house. She goes, oh, my God, when me and Dad bought, um, they bought their first home, it was in 11% in 1986. So mm-hmm. we've obviously still come a long way, you know. So the inventory is still, you know, a thing. And I also think... Again, I think Scranton's come such a long way, too, in our area with everything coming to be. There's new, another new hospital went up in Dixon City, which is great, bringing in more yeah. jobs, more people to our area. Obviously, you know, this train, it seems like we're really working on it becoming a real thing and coming to our area. That's going to be huge, having people being mm-hmm. able to commute back and forth to New York and New Jersey in such a short time and live here. I mean, that's going to bring a lot of growth to our community. And I just think the developers in downtown Scranton are doing a fantastic job alone of transforming the city. I mean, if you go back to 2014, just 2014, even that far, you don't even have to go back even further than that and go from there until now. 
access with all the new apartments, you know, just that marketplace, the new restaurants, the new boutiques, the hair salons, the small gyms that came to be, like the little lunch places. Like there's so much popping up, which is, I think, a good thing for our area because I think Scranton needed that, especially since we cater to the University of Scranton and these students are used used to coming from these bigger cities and, you know, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, where they're able to have all of this. So that is the other thing as well, where they have, they're used to that. And they think coming here, they're a big mm-hmm. part of helping our area out. So I also think Scranton is really, really a complete turnaround from what it was only just six, seven years ago. So I, agree. I think that's something, you know. So I think, too, I think it's a little bit easier to invest your money now when, you know, obviously investment properties are still very hard, to, or not hard, but they're a high, hard commodity is what I should say because a lot of people would still like to get their hands on them right now because mm-hmm. either way, whether I think the train is definitely coming, but even if it doesn't, no matter what, you have the University of Scranton, you have Marywood, you have Lackawanna College, you have Penn State Scranton, you have four different colleges and universities with hundreds of thousands of students coming. So regardless, mm-hmm. you have to cater to that as well. And, you know, plus you have the med school, you know, all the residency programs and everything. So I definitely think that in and of itself is a big deal too because yeah, I think there's such a shortage. And like I said, going back to that new hospital that opened up in Dixon City, that brought in tons of jobs from, you know, maintenance to clerical to physicians to C-suite positions. I just think there's so much that goes into it that people don't think. You know what I mean? Like there's not just the physicians, but there's all those other things that you have to think about that actually runs the building and what they do. And that's bringing in jobs to people. And I think Geisinger is doing a fantastic job at really also exploring our area. And then they just broke ground for the Cancer Center in Scranton as well. So there's all of that to come to the area. So I think investing right now in northeastern Pennsylvania is a very good thing. And I think if you have the opportunity and some money, I mean, We've had another conversation about, you know, investing and real estate really is one of a sh- one of the safest things to invest in most of the time because you can't just go and get your money out the next day or, you know, you're not, you know, obviously the market tanks, you can lose value on your home or whatnot, but still like that's money that you're going to have like that's there and it's bringing you in money. So I always say like real estate is probably one of the best and safest investments you can go for. Yeah, uh, that is something I was just going to ask you when you mentioned about how difficult it is to find uh, rental properties um, that you want to buy for the purpose of getting the income from the renters. Um, But I I was curious to know that when I look at the real estate transactions, uh, the county uh, notes thing in the newspaper, and you see all of them, and I just, there's so many of them that are uh, invested with LLCs, you know, mm-hmm. corporate entities. And my question was, how many of those, uh, just, I know this is just, you know, you've just taken a quick shot at it. It's not actually numbers that have been calculated for this answer. But how many of those LLCs are actually coming from people outside the area versus people who live here and are adding to their own real estate portfolio? 
I would honestly have to say I think it's a 50-50 split because I think a lot of people in our area, I think they've realized how great Scranton is. I do find it funny. Like, you go anywhere and you say you're from Scranton, and everyone's like, I love Scranton. And I'm like, how do you know about it? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people in our area have seen the difference. Like, I know a lot of the investors I'm working with alone are people from our area. Um, well, that's is, good. Fantastic. And then there is also the other people, you know, that are coming from the area and doing a good job of being able to restore, you know, the area and fix up the buildings and buy and get them ready to go for tenants. So I've seen, I would have to say it's definitely a mix, 50-50. And what about the uh, the apartment buildings that you're talking about in downtown Scranton? I mean, I, I've seen almost every other day, there's, you know, the, the four or five guys that are the same people that buy these wonderful old buildings that are made out of rock for all intents and purposes, and they gut them and they make the most incredible apartments in these places. I think of the mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce building. I think all the other, you know, they're just they're all through downtown Scranton. But are mm-hmm. those? My understanding is, before they're even built, before they're even renovated, they're sold. Is that true? Oh, yeah. So there's a wait list to get oh, into that. Um, mm-hmm. They're completely rented. Yeah. There's currently wow. a wait list right now to get in. And it's funny to say that the, one of my clients that we've been looking for a little over a year now, we finally got something. They're moving at the end of July, and they're giving up their lease. So the owner of the building in downtown Scranton, he was already able to he was able to rent it over five times over if he could. That's how quick he needed that apartment for August 1st. Like, wow. so the turnaround time is even quick, too. So there's definite, there's a wait list. So, and, you know, I still think there's, I was actually having this conversation with another developer downtown, and he said to me that there is, because, you know, like you said, you see a lot of them, and there's always, I would think, how many apartments do you really need? But you don't yeah. realize the right center, the residency programs, the grad programs, the doctor programs. There's so many programs that people don't want that on-campus housing. They need off-campus. So mm-hmm. the demand is still there. And like I said, I was speaking to the one developer, and he said to me, oh, the demand is still high for apartments, especially because of everything we do have going on. So I think that's actually, like, comforting to see all of that, you know, and hear all of that. Yeah. And I would think, too, that given the price of gas, um, you yeah. might want to live downtown because you can walk to most everything you need. I oh, think yeah. the big Definitely. question for downtown living, where is the, the food market? Where is that going to come from? Because that's a tremendous need for downtown to make it complete. I I agree. I've always been saying that. You know, we like I'd love to see a little grocery store somewhere. So yeah. I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there. Okay. Well, I hope so, because that, to me, is the only piece that's really missing for people to say. It's I've 100%, you know, that you can do everything you want to do downtown. So, I've anyway, we shout out to everybody and say, come on, everybody, Weiss's, Garrity's, let's go. Let's step up. <laughs> Right. All right. Yeah. And and thank you. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up here and say I hope everybody has a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. Take it easy on the fireworks. And thank you so much for being a part of it. And as Laurie would always say, be careful 
and be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 